up, what up, hey, hey, how y'all feeling, Brad Tate Podcast is back, new look, well, <laughs> somewhat the same look, new things, a lot of big stuff has happened, so uh, I wanted to go ahead and get the thoughts out there to the masses about what's been going down and what's coming up, because you all should know what's happening, and I'm gonna kind of make this a bit of a mixed podcast, where I'm going to tell you the new things that are coming as well as just how it's all going to work. Uh, so the I still am going to be doing my podcast. I've kind of been in limbo about whether I want to stick to sports. It likely will be a lot of sports podcasts that I'll be doing weekly uh, for right now until I get more topics implemented. And uh, part of it is because of the latest announcement, which I'm kind of low key excited about. Um, you can finally look up my podcast on iTunes. So that is a kind of a big deal. And I didn't really expect it to happen the way it did. But, you know, as the saying goes, here we are. So we're just going to go ahead and jump into these topics. Now, I will admit today is a pretty heavyweight or weighted podcast, to say the least. So I'm going to make it my best effort to not bore you half to death with a lot of the topics that I have in in queue but I do have everything already prepared and ready to go for this week's podcast um, I'm kind of getting a few things prepared because I got quite a few tabs and quite a few stories to throw out there so we're not going to waste any time we'll just jump right into it uh, first topic is we've came we've seen we've conquered uh, it was I did by the time I did this podcast it was happening, so I didn't have a chance to really put it into that one. Uh, I'm kind of playing a little bit of catch up, but I think by next week I'll have this all caught up. Uh, so this past week, um, literally last Thursday, Thursday of last week, the NBA draft came and went. And a lot of people were impressed. A lot of people were pleased. A lot of people were salty. You got quite a decent amount of mixed reviews and emotions involving the um, NBA draft as a whole. I can't speak for anybody else, but I personally think the draft went pretty well. Uh, un- sad to say I wasn't at a specific location to watch it, but I did get the notifications and updates as players were getting drafted. Obvious to say, which anybody who knows the game will kind of claim it. Uh, ben Simmons did go first. Everyone kind of saw that coming. He wanted, everybody had the assumption or impression that he was preferring to go to L.A. But, I mean, Philadelphia needs Ben Simmons like Ben Simmons needs Philadelphia. And it'll make sense in the long run because... In my personal opinion and just my take on it, he's going to deal with a lot more pressure or he would have had to deal with a lot more pressure had he gone to L.A. He might make it to L.A. somewhere down the line. Who knows what we can't say. Um, But for the long for the for the beauty and the sake of the story, he is now a Philadelphia 76er. So he will be joining as of right now. uh, Okafor. Noel has been in trade talks. I'll kind of jump into that a little bit, but I'm not going to jump too much with it because there's been quite 
the stir when it comes to the uh, off-season, aka free agency madness that's going on. So I'm not going to really throw too much out there. I'm going to save that, like I said, for the next um, podcast that's coming. Uh, so Simmons went first. Brandon Ingram went second to L.A. I think he'll he'll be a nice fit. Him, D'Angelo Russell, Julius Randle will be a nice, you know, young nucleus there for the Lakers. Uh, surprise pick, which I, but I think he was a good pickup, was um, Jalen Brown. He's going to Boston. And it's coincidence because he played most of his career. He played the, he played, it looked like he was a point guard, but they have him listed as a small forward. So seeing how that works out is going to be quite the stir in Boston. And it'll work out good since Evan Turner is leaving soon. Don't want to give too much of that story away because that'll be kind of presented and shared in the free agency debacle. Uh, and I'm not going to go too too much into a lot of the players who were picked up because you had a lot of players who were picked up by quite a lot of teams. Uh, as far as it goes with the, I guess you can call it the can, the Kentucky watch, uh, to put it nicely, um, let's see, I'm sorry. Jamal Murray was the highest pick, and he was picked number seven by the Nuggets. Tyler Eulis, I believe, was picked up in the second round. Uh, Marcus Lee went back to school and I'll give this story even though I don't have a tab for it Uh, Malik Newman was supposed to go into the draft but he decided to go back and then coincidentally he's going to be going back to Kansas and with going back uh, he's he's transferring rather from Mississippi State to Kansas and with that transfer means he's going to be ineligible to play next season so hopefully the time off he'll get some time to just kind of keep his legs in shape you know, continue playing things of that sort. So that that's what's kind of in in store. What's ahead with them? Um, trying to think of any other names or any big guys who anybody would know about. I believe he went second round, but um, Perry Ellis from the from Kansas. He went to Dallas, and all, there was a big noise about that. Vaughn, I'm sorry, Vaughn. Thon Maker went number 10 to Milwaukee and a lot of people are kind of unsure as to what they're really going to get with him because you really don't have a story with him because he's played in he played in Virginia for a few years and he played in Canada but you really didn't see any actual footage or really you really didn't get much of him to really know what he was capable of so it's kind of going to be a blind pick that he was picked up with by going to Milwaukee have to see how that all works out and kind of go with it from there. Uh, Sacramento picked up Marquis, Marquise Chris. Oddly enough, another big man. So that'll kind of make their interior offense and defense more cluttered since they already had DeMarcus Cousins along with um, Macaulay Stein. Or Willie Cauley Stein. I don't know why I was saying Macaulay. Um, Willie Cauley Stein. And really been that that's really kind of in a nutshell Malik Beasley was a big pickup he went to Florida I mean he went he went to Florida State he he was a one and done from Florida State he was picked up by um Denver Denver is going to be very guard oriented from what I can tell because they already have Moutier um Maury they have listed as a point guard he's really going to be a two guard just kind of a matter of seeing what happens with that but 
that's kind of an overall push and pull of what the draft was about. Um, Sky Sky Labissier was supposed to be tooted as a as a high pick. He didn't get picked until the twenty eighth pick. Um, he was from Kentucky as well. I, I truly think he should have stayed. Is my personal opinion. I really didn't see much out of him to really say whether he would be good, bad, or bust or whatever for the league. So, with, with the NBA, and I'm I'm gonna say this because I feel like it needs to be said. You kind of end up going on blind faith when it comes to players who either come into the draft or make that decision to go early or are told, hey, you're going to be a lottery pick and all that stuff. So all we can really say with him is just we'll have to keep an eye on how he plays or how it turns out for him in Philly. Um, So that's the overall assessment of the draft. Really weren't, I mean, you can't really say anything as far as winners and losers. I personally don't do any judging or breaking down of anything until I see them in my favorite oddest part of the year, which is the um, NBA combine. I'm sorry, NBA summer league. Cause in summer league, you really get to see these guys who are trying to s- solidify their position on the team versus guys who are coming from the D league to play in the NBA along with guys who may have just not played in a while and are just trying to make a roster. So keep an eye on it. And hopefully as the season progresses, I'll have more information to share about some of these guys and see what their potential and upside and all that stuff is going to look like. So I'm going to jump around a bit. We're going to go away from basketball. We're going to come back to basketball actually um, in a few, but I wanted to go ahead and, not neglect the stories involving uh, the world of soccer because first and foremost, Argentina destroyed United States in their matchup to get in their semifinal game against USA. It was USA and Argentina playing and Argentina won four to nothing. If I do not mistake myself, I want to say it was that he got a hat trick, but let me just check and make sure. Yeah, he had, he had, I'm sorry, he had a free kick and he got two assists in the game. Um, Let's see. United States just couldn't control the ball. It was, it was kind of a lopsided game. It really wasn't much to say. Like United States, it was supposed to be the year. This was kind of like the breakout year, but obviously it just didn't really go according to plan. So by Argentina winning, they were able to go into the finals. And, of course, for the finals, they went up against Chile, who earlier had beaten Mexico and gave Mexico the run for their money. Uh, I can remember watching that game at a bar, and I think the score might have been like 6 or 7 to 1 at a certain point. And it was just, it was it was hard to watch. But it's the way, it's the way football goes. And... Before I talk about the game, well, actually, you know what? I'm going to do it the right way. First, Chile did beat Argentina. They beat them in penalty kicks, oddly enough. It was 4-2 to two in penalties. There were no actual score, goals scored during the game, which was surprising, but not surprising. Um, Messi was put in a place of stepping up to do his part. Sadly enough, he was unable to, and in result, 
other between that and just other things was that basically uh, Messi ended up put um, losing that game for them in so many ways, along with just other bad shots taken. So when they lost the game, it was and this is just random information or random news. This was Argentina's fourth attempt of going to the um in the Copa final and they lost four straight times. So out of instinct and out of impulse, uh Lionel, Lionel Messi decided to call it quits and he's retiring from international soccer. Uh he will still play for Barcelona cuz I mean he doesn't want to lose that money. Obviously, with losing that, that would be detrimental, especially since he's, I think he's, well, no, actually, you know what, I take that back. He's not the cover athlete this year because they have four guys who are on their cover this year for FIFA 17 coming up. So, I guess it's just he kind of just knows what's best for him. And, I mean, like anybody, you got to do what suits you in the long haul. So, hope everything goes well with that. I mean, we'll see if he sticks to that when the next Copa America comes up. Uh, so I wanted to go ahead and, excuse me, not leave the soccer community out of the mix because I've literally been behind trying to catch podcasts and this is as good a time as any. Uh, so I have that story shared for you. Uh, next story, next topic is two trades that happened. One I didn't even know about and the other was... Um, the other one made big news because of who it was and where he was going to. Uh, so there was Victor Oladipo, Aaron Ilyasova, and Sabonis, who was drafted by the Orlando Magic, all were traded to the Oklahoma City Thunder for Serge Ibaka. And I truly don't know how to feel about this this trade. And the only reason I say I don't know how to feel, well, I mean, it kind of showing you that Oklahoma City is working on the implosion or the changes. But it was like when they made this change, that change by itself was like the most unexpected change possible. But as with any sport, you have to be prepared for that because it can just literally happen in the blink of an eye. Uh, so he is going to be in Orlando, which made sense because then that ends the speculation of whether Orlando was in the sweepstakes for Dwight Howard. Uh, I have that conversation I'm going to jump into soon, but I'm going to just jump on these topics first and then we'll kind of go from there. Uh, let's see so sorry I left for a second my apologies team I think this will be a big pickup for the Thunder because it's kind of making it clear like hey if we decide to let the rank go we have Oladipo because he's been pretty much a consistent score and a consistent ball player in Orlando so like like I say all the time with anything we're just going to keep our eyes on it and see what happens 
Uh, the other big story that was a trade, and I, it's one trade I don't have down. Uh, Jeff Teague went to the Pacers, which was a huge shocker, but it was kind of time. Like Atlanta's making it clear, too, that they're making some changes to move around some folks to get what they need to get and go where they need to go. So that was kind of a, that was literally an open and shut case. But uh, Derrick Rose is now a New York Nick. He was traded from the Bulls back on Wednesday. And that trade involved Robin Lopez, Jose Calderon, and Jerry and Grant all went to Chicago. And with Rose, they ended up getting Justin Holiday, and also a 2017 second round pick. So that'll help out the Knicks a lot too, because the Knicks have not really been able to pick for a while. Even though they, you know when they got Porzingis, that was like the best thing in the world. Because you know anytime the Knicks draft, it's always grief and heartache because they never seem to get it right with drafts. But this year was kind of like a a redemption year. Well, last year was a redemption year, so I think it's a big pickup for them. We, you know, everybody's given the speculation of thinking if Derrick Rose goes to them, like. When I say social media has had a field day with this, they've literally been picking with him as far as like the memes and saying that, well, he got picked up. He's going to be on a video game. And as soon as he plays the game, he's going to get hurt and be out for the season. And I feel bad for the guy because he doesn't. I mean, you can't control what happens in life. You know what I'm saying? So with him, it's no exception. Uh, a few more topics and then we'll kind of close it out. Uh, I do want to bring this up because this is kind of a big deal. Uh, Li Zhang Zhang will be the first Chinese minority owner ever in the NBA. Uh, he has minority ownership to the Minnesota Timberwolves and Glenn Taylor with the T-Wolves sold his shares to the team. Uh, showed his share, sold his shares that he had with the team. Um, his, so he'll be dealing with more hands-on with, with the team in the future. Um, so we'll, I mean, it's, it was a story that I just kind of thought was worth bringing in because it was solely involving, um, it was involving the T-Wolves, but it also is because it's like a breaking of history. So I'm bringing all those stories in and I kind of got one more unique basketball story and then a football story and then I'll be capping this one off. Uh, so one of the true legendary coaches in college basketball most of all women's college basketball pat summit uh she was having a tough fight with uh alzheimer's and she's you know it was it was a strong battle but she passed at the age of 64 and you could kind of see it taking shape over the years but the last few months i guess it was just there and it was kind of like one of those things of you can't really ignore or acknowledge it um it's it's a it's a tough thing to see happen but it's also an understanding that she 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 literally left and built a legacy not just with Tennessee basketball, but with women's college basketball as a whole. And 
anybody that you talk to who knows and understands and keeps up with college basketball, I've had people state to me, like I have a friend of mine now, his wife said with a straight face, and I wouldn't even argue with her about it, that I couldn't have played basketball for her based on her coaching style. It would have been a joy to coach, to play for, but her and her style, it's it's not your average by a long shot. So having that story be, you know, hit the news was one thing. But then a few days later, um, Buddy Ryan, who was a former head coach in the NFL, uh, he was a defensive coordinator. He passed at the age of 85. Biggest thing I can say regarding him, his son Rex Ryan and Rex's brother, who's with, I think he was with the Cowboys last I remember. That's um, their father. So Buddy Ryan, you know, he was with the, if I want to get this right, he was with the Chicago Bears when they won their Super Bowl, if my memory serves me correct. Um, He's just been... He was, I mean, he was a, a guy who was part of a, a huge image within the NFL community. So the NFL lost a, lost a major icon as well as college basketball. So just those moments of paying respect and just thinking about those things that have occurred. You know, let's just take time and reflect and live life and value it for what it's worth. Um. So, yeah, this is the first of many podcasts to come. It's a little relaxed, a little different. Because I usually try not to do podcasts this late. I don't like doing late podcasts. I prefer to be more energetic, more uplift, more upbeat. But, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Um, hopefully, I'll make some changes as needed. Uh, feedback, suggestions, tips are all helpful. And at gmail.com, um, you can send me any emails about tips, tri- tips, tricks, tidbits, every bit of information. Uh, social media on Facebook it is Brighte Podcast. Thinking if I'm gonna do a Brighte Podcast page for Twitter, we'll see. Um, but that's where I'm at with everything. And until next time, y'all take it easy. BT signing out. Peace.